Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hey there, my name's Michael Laminato, and this is Race Day at the 2023 Azerbaijan Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pit Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And on today's episode, Sergio Perez retains his crown as F1's king of street tracks, easily covering Max Verstappen for his second win of the weekend after a conveniently timed safety car promoted him into the lead. Pole getter Charles Leclerc clung on for third ahead of a determined Fernando Alonso, but neither car was any match for the rampant Red Bull Racing. The race was a little surprisingly devoid of action, despite Baku's reputation as a Grand Prix of carnage, and there were plenty of theories floating around as to why the sprint weekend failed to deliver the promised spectacle. To provide us with some answers and run us through the conclusion to the weekend, let's hear from your host in Baku, Julianne Terrasoli. Hello everyone, Julian Serrazoli here from Baku. And would you believe me if I told you it is raining at the circuit on Sunday night while everyone is packing to leave? That would have created so much needed drama in the closing laps of a race which wasn't really a classic in Baku, was it? We had so many maniac races in Baku and there was a lot of expectation for this weekend being a sprint weekend. In so many situations we had a good race on Sunday on a sprint weekend but that didn't happen today. Charles Leclerc started on pole, but there was no real expectation he would be able to stay in front during the race, such is the difference in performance between the Ferrari and the Red Bull in race stream. In six laps, the Monegas had been overtaken by both Red Bulls, who would then start their own race, their own particular race. Remember yesterday I said Paris was very confident after the sprint because of the pace he had, but there was a question mark on whether... Verstappen without Saturday's damage would be strong, what kind of pace he would have, but then we had the answer on Sunday, Paris was actually very strong and he was managing to stay close to Verstappen in the first few laps and Max started to struggle with his rear tyres and was called very early to what would be his only pit stop. He did it when Nick De Vries was stopped with a broken suspension. But Red Bull didn't spot that. They thought he was just looking for the reverse button or the reverse system at the Alpha Tauri and the track would soon be cleared. So that's why they called Max, even though there were uh, yellow flags being waved. The Alpha Tauri didn't move, the safety car came out and that meant Verstappen not only lost the lead, 
but also second place to Leclerc, as both Sergio Perez and Charles Leclerc used the safety car to stop. It was interesting to see Max not complaining at the time or in interviews after the race, so at least until he sees what actually happened from outside of the car, he didn't feel like the team has made a costly mistake in this race. He actually read the whole situation as something unfortunate. So we had Max coming second for the second day in a row and a very different reaction to it. Yesterday he called George Russell Princess George after the clash. And that's something I picked up with the Dutch media today. And guess what was George's nickname at Williams? Or apparently he was called like that as Princess George by a few people who are not really happy with him in the team. Anyway, coming back to Sunday, from that moment on, it became clear why Paris was confident after the sprint win. He did have the pace, while Verstappen was suffering with the brake balance, something with the brake by wire. He wasn't really happy with the balance of the car mid to the end of the corners. Maybe it was a reflection of not having done a proper sprint with all the damage he had. Well, he did sort it out with all the, the car settings in the end of the race, but it was too late to fight for a win. Paris had opened about three seconds and he won for the second time this year and managed to cut his difference to his gap to Verstappen to only six points now. So we have two street races out of the next three Grand Prix, although Miami is a bit quicker, it's kind of a very quick street race, But anyway, Paris seems to be strong when the walls are closed and he is looking forward to closing the gap even more in the next few races. In third, Charles Leclerc was very happy with his performance this weekend. He said there was absolutely nothing more to be extracted from his Ferrari at the race and he felt the same way after the sprint. So he had very good races and he was on pole twice, so he was quite happy with his performance this weekend. So what else did we have in the race? Fernando Alonso managed to do an amazing overtake on Carlos Sainz, where there wasn't much room at the restart, and Lewis Hamilton overtook four drivers in six laps around the same part of the race. The Azerbaijan Grand Prix had some thrill in the first lap and in the first laps after the restart and that was pretty much it, wasn't it? So how can you explain this on a track which has given us so much in the past? There were four main reasons that explain this lack of overtaking. First, the DRS zone on the main straight was shortened this season amid fears that the maneuvers would be too easy because they were too easy in Bahrain. Another issue was the durability of the hard tire. Esteban Ocon only pitted on the last lap due to the rules. He didn't really have to. Without tire wear, it becomes more difficult to overtake. We all know that. And that's even worse when everyone stops basically at the same lap or around the same laps because of the safety car and puts the same tire compound, everybody with the hard compound. So there was no real room to have some variation with strategy or anything like that. And you know, drivers have mentioned it has been harder to follow each other closely in 2023 than it was last year, the first year after the regulation change. And I mentioned that in yesterday's podcast, they have felt it after the sprint as well. 
F1 can manage this on some tracks with longer straights, avoiding further revisions of the length of the DRS zones. But certainly the lack of action on a track like Baku and mainly after a sprint, which usually has a positive effect on the Sunday races, is a concern for the upcoming races. So we finished two races in Baku with Sergio Perez winning both races and being very happy with his performance this weekend. Max Verstappen was a lot less annoyed than he was on Saturday and he was quite pleased with the way he managed to uh, change the settings in a way to make himself feel more comfortable throughout the race. Charles Leclerc was another one very, very pleased with his performance throughout the whole weekend. He didn't feel he could have done anything better. And Fernando Alonso was happy in the end. Aston Martin had so much trouble with the rear wing, with the DRS during qualifying, and then he managed to recover during the race. He was out of the podium this time, but very happy with his recovery and mainly with the race pace that Aston Martin showed. And he actually mentioned that he bond well for Miami because when it was hotter today, they were really strong and much stronger than Ferrari and then Mercedes, which are the teams they are fighting with. Carlos Sainz was fifth and he left saying he really needs to understand what went wrong throughout this weekend in Baku. He was completely lost for the whole weekend and Lewis Hamilton was in the end happy that he was able to follow Carlos Sainz in the, the closing laps of the race. He was trying to put pressure in the Ferrari but he felt like he didn't have as much straight light speed to actually attack the Ferrari even though they were so far away from Ferrari during qualifying during the race that wasn't the case. Lance Stroll was 7th, George Russell 8th, London Norris 9th, just complaining about the lack of straight line speed from the McLaren, but happy with the update they had and thinking there'll be more to come in the next few races. And Yuki Tsunoda was very, very happy with his point in a very troubled weekend for AlphaTauri. And then, of course, we cannot see the flag in a race in 2023 without having some kind of controversy. This time we had a very dangerous situation when Ocon was coming to the pits on the last lap for his mandatory tire change and met the photographers already setting up for the podium. The FIA said they would change the procedures and I saw when they came to the media center to apologize to the photographers. I was speaking to one of them and apparently the procedures changed from track to track or even day to day. After the sprint, they had to wait until the flag to be allowed in the pit lane and today it was different. So even in the same track, it wasn't consistent. But hey, FIA and consistency are not really a match this year, are they? So essentially, they realize the systems in place are not good enough and that will probably mean less access to the photographers in the coming races. But it was obviously a very serious safety issue and it has to be avoided in the future. Just to say goodbye for you from Baku, there was something that caught my eye. Lewis Hamilton, he was replying about how it felt like for him to have a tough day or a tough weekend like this weekend. He said his focus is on the long term. He said he doesn't want to be here for the next year only, but for the next few years, for a long time, he said. And days like this 
only proof that he still got what it takes to achieve more in Formula One and that he's still learning. So let's see what the next few months will bring about Lewis's future and also if we can get better racing in the next few weeks as we have loads of events waiting for us with four races in the next five weeks. I hope you enjoyed the coverage of this Azerbaijan Grand Prix and see you next time. Thanks to Julianne, who had us covered all weekend in Azerbaijan. You'll hear from her again in a couple of weeks. Don't miss an update from this weekend's Miami Grand Prix by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts. And you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. Between now and then, you can also keep up to date by following Julianne on social media. Just check the link in the show description. My name's Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast. We'll catch you next weekend. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.